I had a very powerful experience. I, I like to pray on mountains because I found with Jesus that before many of the miracles he was praying on the mountains. And I thought if he could do it, well, I can. But just a few years ago, I was in Switzerland. And coming down from the mountain and going to bed in the hotel. I had a wonderful dream. Um, <laughs> I, I do get some special dreams. And in this dream, I, I knew that I was actually in heaven. And I was in the presence of the Lord. And the reason I knew that I was in heaven I could see nothing except a brilliant light. Something you can't imagine. Just and I found myself on my face. I that's all I, re I remember only three things about it. The brilliance of the light, which was the glory of God. The fact that I knew I was in his presence because I was just flat on my face. <laughs> And the reason I'm mentioning this is because the third thing, the whole place was filled with music. Indescribable music. And I only said one thing. <laughs> I was just simply saying, if the world could only hear this music, everybody would want to be here. So strange, so remarkable. Just such a sense that the beauty, the power, the blessing, was in the music. And all I could say was if the unbelievers could, could know what this is like, they would want to be here. I love your worship. All I can say is it's wonderful. But 
բայց գիտեք ինչ մի դրանից շատ ավելի հիասքանչ բան մեզ սпасում է երկնքում մի երաշտություն որ դու երբևէ նույնիսկ երևակայել չես կարող մի բան հաստատ գիտեմ ձեր փառաբանությունը այստեղ սրտիս շատ կպավ Եվ սա ասես մի փոքրիկ համտեսում է այն փառաբանության որ կտեսնենք երկնքում Երկնքի փառաբանության փոքրիկ համտեսումը Well that's what you sparked off by your singing Ես քանը ձեր երաշտության եւ երկերի մասին I'd better come back to the scripture Բայց իմա եկեք վերադառնանք աստծո խոսքին I'm going to start with one very simple verse. Yes, ima aisor kskesem mi shat hasarak parzgrvats hamarits astvatsashinchits. To me this verse is very important. Ints hamar konkret ais hamara shat karevor e. And it's a challenge to me. Sa ints hamar martahraver e. And it's a challenge to you. Yev ayn petke martahraver neti nayev dzes. In Daniel 11 verse 32. Daniel 11:32 երրորդ համարը This is what it says. Ահա թե ինչ է ասում այդ համարի մեջ։ This is Daniel. Սա Դանիելն է։ Lions den. Այդ առույց Դանիելը չէ առույցների մեջ էլ մտել էր ինքը։ Yeah, that was pretty grim. Շատ շատ զորավոր մեկն էր, չէ։ He faced the lion. ամենակարևորությունից <laughs> Daniel 11 verse 32 Daniel 11:32-րդ համարը Those who know their God Դրանք ով գիտեն Աստծուն Now this is important Շատ կարևոր է Those who know their God Իրենց Աստծուն ճանաչողները I don't know how it is in your language right now it's very strong very strong in english անգլերեն շատ այսպես հստակ է գրված չգիտեմ ձեր լեզվով ինչպես է թարգմանությունը those who know their god will be strong իրենց աստծուն ճանաչողները մեր մոտ ասում են պետք է ուժեղ լինեն զորացած լինեն can you see կարող եք տեսնել տարբերությունը and then in the english and i've had to explain it to yeah. the interpreter եւ հետո այս անգլերեն բառը արդեն բացատրել եմ թարգմանչին and they will do exploits անգլերենում ասում է եւ պիտի սխրանքներ գործեն now it's difficult to explain exactly what daniel means միշտ դժվար է բացատրել թե իրականում դանիելը ինչի նկատի ուներ այս համարում but he means that those who know their god bites nakatiuni nrank ovker kchanachen irens astatsun will do things that other people can't do baner kanen vor miusnere ivichaki chenanelu think about climbing mountains orinak mtatsek saramagrtselu masin 
crossing oceans. Things that other people can't do. But it only comes if you know who your God is. You see, the trouble in the world is there's many gods. I only went to India once. I said to the Lord, do I go to India? I was invited to evangelize. I went. When I came back, the Lord said, well, I said, thank you. It's not my mission field. <laughs> I'd rather be in Armenia. <laughs> you see, sometimes God doesn't stop you going. And then he looks at you afterwards and says, Well, <laughs> and I said, Thank you very much. <laughs> but no, it's not my mission field. <laughs> I think one reason why I wanted to go because my older brother was actually a missionary to India. But there's one thing I learned. There was a big festival for one of the many gods. And I asked the question. I said, how many gods do you have in India? And the man sort of scratched his head a little bit. And he sort of said, well, how many people are there in India? <laughs> he said, that's how many gods we have. <laughs> But you see the difference with us. It's, God is very clearly explained in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You know. The God who created heaven and earth. There's only one God who created heaven and earth. You see, our God is a God with power. And a God who works miracles. And the whole teaching of Jesus was based on the miraculous. And when Peter is trying to describe Jesus, he describes him as a man approved of God by the miracles and the signs. I'm sure you know that Jesus was quite a common name. 
The name Joshua is the same similar roots to Jesus. But the difference with our Jesus is that he was approved of God by the demonstration. And that's the difference between you and me. It's part of the difference between you and the people outside. There is a demonstration of power and of the miraculous. And we need to see the miracles. That's how God reveals his power to me. Not just because, yes, I see miracles of healing. But because God has actually worked miracles in my life. Powerful miracles. Twice he's healed me of cancer. In 19... 64. <laughs> Throat cancer. I, I refused medical treatment. I, I had nothing from, from the doctors. But God worked a powerful miracle. So powerful that when the doctors examined me, they saw the evidence of the hand of God. Because they said somebody has cut the cancer out. And we can see where they made the operation. And I still carry that mark. That's a powerful miracle. 20 years ago, I had lung cancer. And I will share the story I did tell yesterday. I was 70 years old. And I was diagnosed, actually the first part of the diagnosis was in the Ukraine. And they didn't want to tell me the truth. They said, go back to England. And talk to your doctors. And they gave me every examination. And I had lung cancer. They offered me treatment. I refused. But the interesting thing was this. I began to pray and ask God about a miracle. And what I said to the Lord, 
And I do pray dangerous prayers. I said, Lord, I'm 70 years old. I've been, uh, <laughs> I started preaching when I was 13. <laughs> I became a pastor of a church when I was 18. So I think that was... 52 years. And I said, Lord, I've been in full-time ministry for 52 years. If you don't need me anymore, don't heal me. I said, um, just take me home quickly. <laughs> But I said, if my job isn't finished, I refuse to go back into Russia. Yeah, I mean, this was my conversation with the Lord. I, I talked to him. <laughs> I said, Lord, I've been for 52 years, I've been preaching you a God of miracles. I will not go back into the Soviet Union if I have chemotherapy or my lung removed. So I said, Lord, take your choice. <laughs> if you don't need me anymore, let me die quickly. And if you do need me, well, you have to work a miracle. I'm a very simple person. <laughs> Two alternatives. <laughs> well, I carried on praying. And I was asking God, um, by the way, Lord, um, would you give me the answer? While I'm waiting, are you going to heal me? Or not? That's a simple question. <laughs> and the Lord did answer me from the Bible. And do you know what he told me? He said, I will give you two things Remember, this is 20 years ago. He said, I will heal you from Zachariah. I'm not telling you where it is. You might look for it. <laughs> 
All I know is God was speaking to me. And she says, I will heal you, but I will give you something else. I will give you health. So you won't be sick anymore. Now that was 20 years ago. And God has fulfilled it. Firstly, yes. I'll tell you in a moment how he healed the cancer. But you see, I want you to understand. Knowing God and doing the impossible depends on relationship. Are you listening to me? It depends on your relationship with God. If my children talk to me, and of course, I've got three daughters, five grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and of course, because I'm going to live for the next 30 years, Next time I come, it will be another. <laughs> but you see, my relationship with my children, depending on the relationship, is how I answer them. You understand that? And it's the same with God. I was explaining to pastor over breakfast. Thank you for the breakfast. <laughs> I was saying, I, I actually was desperate to preach when yes. I was 13 years old. My father was a great man of God. Uh, a man of prayer. He was a great preacher. More than that. <laughs> as, as, as a boy, when I was evangelizing, people would throw questions at me. And often I didn't know the answer. So I would go home. Dad! This is what they said. What's the answer? And my father would open the scripture and show me the answer. The, the whole of my scriptural, biblical, Life. Came through the relationship with my father. Do you understand? 
So much so that by the time I was 15, I'd led my teacher to Christ. And two of the boys in my class became preachers. So you understand. When they said, I said, well, I want to come into ministry. I, I said, look, I want to start now. They said, you can't. You have to wait till you're 18. You have to go to Bible college. Yes, age 18, I went to Bible college. But they didn't teach me anything. I hadn't learned from my father. <laughs> And within two months, they said, there's a church here needs a pastor. So, so two, two months after my 18th birthday, I was full-time pastor in a church. <laughs> Now, why am I telling you this? As I explained to your pastor, my relationship with God is based on my relationship with my father. My God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. What a wonderful promise. When you are committed to and support the gospel, then stand on this promise that when you give to the extension of the kingdom, God will supply all your need. Jesus called it giving and receiving. This year God has given us wonderful opportunities to preach the gospel in Armenia, Georgia and Poland. And we continue to support Ukraine by distributing humanitarian and spiritual aid. For 12 months, our staff have helped the displaced, vulnerable and injured, supplying food and medicines. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. We would like to give you a free gift. David Hathaway's Prophetic Vision magazine is available free of charge. All you need to do is ask for it. This faith-building resource will show you the path to revival in your life and ministry. To receive this free magazine, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash magazine. Strength for now and for eternity. David will guide you through the Apostle Paul's letters to the Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. David has written this book to strengthen your faith 
at a time when everything around us is being shaken. Join David as he delves deep into the truths of the Bible. Order David's book, A Firm Foundation, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop.